welcome back to another episode of an extra dose podcast we are not going to introduce ourselves this week because i feel like you guys should know but actually i may just introduce us in case oh my God, alexis. <laughs> no um i'm alexis and obviously samantha's here and we are the bloggers behind a if you guys haven't listened before but i feel like a broken record if you have listened to all of our episodes you're like we know who you are we get it but Anyway, if you guys, I hope you guys are new, and if you're not, thank you for listening again. And if you are new, obviously you probably have found us on Instagram or our blog, a doubledose.com. You may have found us through there, or maybe this Instagram account, an extra dose podcast. So we share all things wellness and just stuff that's happening like in our life, uh, just different topics that are relative to 20s and 30s and maybe older too. I love that. Some of you guys have told me that you could be my mom and you guys follow us. I absolutely love that because we don't want to just target just, you know, people our age. Obviously, that's fun too. But as you guys know, if you know us, I've known us for a while, you know that we're really close with our family. And so our mom is literally our best friend, but not in like the mean girls type of way. Like in that, what's the mom's name in that movie? I don't know what her name is. You know, she's like trying to be hip. But no, our mom is super hip, but she's definitely like a motherly figure too. Like she's not... She definitely would discipline us and was our friend, but also would step in when she needed to to be a mom. So I love that you guys are older and following us too. So, well, you're not, not that you're old, but you're older than us. So we like, oh God, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't want it to come off wrong, but uh, we had a couple weeks ago, I guess it was already a little bit ago. We celebrated our 29th birthday and it was so fun. I feel like we blasted. So much fun. We probably posted a lot on Instagram. Not probably. We did. But it's just reflective of how much fun we had. Like, yeah, I was, was going to say, I like to post things that, like, what I'm doing, having fun. I like to post outfits and fun things, health tips. But I feel like, you know, if I had a personal Instagram account, this is where we'd be going. And I don't have one. So this is where it's going. <laughs> yeah. I probably, Sam and I were having an argument about which who was going to post it first, like the balloons and the whole everything about it. And I also <laughs> thought, I was like, oh my God, is this too much? Like, it's like I I want to say in real life, not like no, I'm like a persona, but I think it's, we our job is a lot about taking pictures and like making it look cute and like fun. So I, I don't think if I had like a, if I think I've had a personal Instagram account, I think I would have gotten the 29 balloons and I would have taken a picture and that would have been it. I wouldn't have definitely had, we worked with a brand, if you guys saw the background. Yeah. I want to preface and say, we didn't go out and buy that. We were helping them promote something that they do for weddings or different, all different kinds of events. I know some people use it for like birthday parties, but what I was saying, if we, if it was just our personal Instagram account, there's no way we would have gone out there and purchased that to put in our yard. So yeah, <laughs> it was but really fun. It's typically for that brand that you do rent it. You don't you rent it. You it. don't purchase it anyway. So you just rent it for that event or that day and then they come pick it up. But they, it's really cool. It's called Alpha Lit and they have them. I mean, I mean, it started in Dallas, I'm pretty sure, but they have them all over in different cities. It's so cool. It's so pretty for like any kind of event. And this is not like an ad by them, but I just really mm-hmm. liked it. And I think a lot of you guys did too. So And they're really cool lit up at night. That's yeah. probably my favorite part. You can also get them different color lights too. So if you want something like more themed, they can do different colored bulbs, which is really cool. And then Lush Rub Balloons was the one, was the people that did, where it was, were the people that did the balloons on the sides that were really pretty. They can do any kind of color you've probably seen 
but probably like both the, of those the, the, the balloon Instagrams. garland type of things. Yeah, you've probably yeah. seen both brands on Instagram. You probably just didn't know what they were. But if you guys didn't see, which I d- highly doubt you didn't see it because I feel like we posted it waste too much. Um, you can go on. We have a, like I think we have a highlight saved, and also just look in our feed. We have pictures of what they looked like, but they can. It's custom, so it doesn't have to say anything about your birthday. It can be like I've seen some for Mr. and Mrs. Like really cute stuff. I kind of want that at my wedding if it's still in style. Yeah, I totally agree. They're so cute and. Um, I'm sure the neighbors loved looking at it. <laughs> Not really, probably, but it was fun. And then we had some cool pictures with it. And so we did that. We went on a bow. It was really fun. We were, I think, honestly, I was a little disappointed. Normally we go out of town. Uh, we're usually somewhere. And that's also because I love to travel. But also for me, it's like the only way I can really put work aside. I When I'm out of town, I'm able to just decompress and say, okay, I'm taking X, Y, and Z days off. When I'm here, I just feel like I'm always in work mode and it's harder. But I, it really ended up being a great weekend. We went on a boat with some of our friends, our parents, and we went to dinner. It was just such a fun and I probably remember it forever. So it was, we made some great memories and that was, I don't know. I just could keep talking about it forever, but. <laughs> and I feel like even though we're 29, I like could not believe I'm 29. I know. I, I know can't. there's people listening that are way older I than feel that. like I'm still 21 or 22. Well, I feel like I look 21 or 22, and then I feel like Taylor's 30, and he looks like he could be like 25. So I feel like, and then I, one of my really good friends is 31, and so she, and she looks really young. So I feel like I just feel still young. And and the age thing, like, we had, like, a little sleepover at my parents' house. <laughs> so I was like, I'm definitely, like, 29 going back to, like, 15, but it's That's okay. fine. <laughs> the younger, the better. But we're still – we're 29 now, and I feel like even though we're approaching 30, I still feel like I sometimes have, like, teenage skin. Well, not teenage skin, but, like, I feel like I still yes. get – I still get little bumps and pimples and – I don't – this past few weeks, I think it was, like, around my birthday – I don't know what was going on, but I felt like a teenager again. My aunt's like, this is not the week's work happening. I know, she happening. kept complaining. I had the exact same thing happen to me last summer, like around this time, and it was it was not fun. But with that being said, sometimes I'll get eczema flare-ups or like Alexis had, not acne, but she definitely had like more pimples than she normally has, not just like one breakout, like kind of on her <laughs> cheeks and stuff. She looked like no, horrible. I don't think it looks that bad, but she was, you know, everyone's their own worst critic. But when things like that happen... We've been recently using this new CBD cream, and they actually make a ton of products. They have other CBD products. They also have like a foot cream and a lip balm, which I really like. But I've been using the face cream for like when I get kind of like higher inflammation, like if I have more, not like acne, but you can use it for acne, or if I have like eczema or any kind of redness, like any kind of inflammation. So basically what I love about the brand, that they're female founded, and they're up in the East Coast, which is really cool. And all their CBD products come are organically formed in Colorado. They also started making, with all the COVID stuff going on, they started making hand sanitizer. And they actually donated it to the front lines, which is amazing, and different organizations. And there's not actual CBD in their hand sanitizer, but... They have hemp seed extract, which is great for keeping your hands moisturized. You know how it really hand sanitizer really dries out your hands. So if you guys want to try any of their products, which are amazing, you can use code Double Dose at checkout for 20% off, and you'll just go to CBD for Life to check it out. And thanks to them for sponsoring this episode. Got a request to share different ways to kind of navigate when you go through like life problems or issues and bumps in the road just throughout your journey. So not that we're that old and experienced, but I feel like we've gone through 
pretty good amount of stuff and have learned stuff along the way of what to do and how to handle it for the future. And I thought it was fun just when I was researching this topic just to kind of pick up some new ideas and ways of thinking. So I thought we'd share those with you and just kind of go through them. So there were a few articles that I found and like I said, they were really enlightening, but they had different ways. So I feel like all of us have kind of gone through some of the same kind of things, maybe not the same situation, but you can kind of relate to it. So one of the things they were talking about was when you don't reach a goal. I feel like that's something that Sam and I have experienced so many times. And whether it's something with your career, someone that you wanted, I mean, a goal isn't really someone to date, but whether it's someone that you wanted to date somebody and you, it just didn't happen, or you just want to, you just have goals like of reaching a certain part, like I said, in your career or just and anything that you set in your life. Well, you might even have a personal goal like, okay, not about dating, but like you thought by this age, you'd in your mind, this would be this would be happening in your life, X, Y, and Z. And I feel like it's definitely the way you think about it because obviously you're going to say, okay, I failed. I didn't accomplish the goal. But I'm, I'm saying if you don't accomplish it. But you also have to think about the journey that it took you to get there. You probably learned a lot along the way. You probably picked up a lot of you know, met people or learned stuff about yourself or about the journey and it's not all for nothing. And you really have to just think about what approaches you took when you took when you were trying to set that goal. Maybe if you set a goal for something, maybe try to take a different approach. I'm trying to think of examples that we've been through. I feel like maybe with our career, I feel like we people we've talked about on this up on our podcast, but if you guys are new or you didn't hear it, we had several businesses and I wouldn't say that anything were failures because we decided to end them, but it's definitely, you learn so much along the way. We started in public accounting and that was the job I thought I was going to do forever. And then I decided, no, I need to set a new goal. I don't really want it. This doesn't make me happy. So then we decided to set a goal to become a personal trainer. And we did that for a little bit. And I was like, no, this isn't it either. So I feel like, and then obviously we did other businesses along the way that I'm not going to like get into like huge detail here. But basically you just have to keep kind of just chipping at it and finding where you're supposed to be. And the goal that you initially set might not be the goal that you end up with, but you will find somewhere that you're supposed to be with whatever goal you set. So definitely think about trying a different method. If it one way didn't work, try something else. Maybe not try the same exact method again because maybe it didn't work for a reason. <laughs> maybe it didn't, maybe it didn't. But you have to just know that people fail all the time. People don't meet their goals all the time, but it all happens for a reason. And I think it's definitely, like I said, it's definitely mindset and how you think of it. Another thing is it's not really a life problem, but it's something that I feel like we get, we get a good amount of. And I think everybody everybody does to some extent it's someone criticizing you and this could be anything from someone I mean we get it a lot not a lot but we get it a good amount with just uh just people making comments on Instagram behind a screen usually it, more recently it's been about people that we haven't posted a lot about all the stuff going on in the world and in reality I have but you have people need to understand other people's perspectives and I understand where they're I understand where those people are coming from but everyone has a choice who they follow and I think Ultimately, we're not going to get too political on here, but I feel like I shared what I felt comfortable sharing, and it doesn't mean that I'm not thinking about it. I'm not aware, but at the same time, it's a platform that and we share. I do shared. think it's one of those things that, with anything, it could be COVID, it could be you know all the stuff that happened more recently. It could be anything. It could be health stuff. It's like no matter what you share, I just found out that I can be my own worst critic, and so can other people. But it's like no matter what you're gonna do on a on a in a public platform, it's never gonna be enough. So if I shared every single day, all days, then people were like, stop sharing that. I don't want to see that anymore. Yeah. Or 
you know, I share what I truly believe in, which is why I shared stuff that was important to me. Like I wasn't going to ignore it, but I also feel like there's no need to bully people into sharing stuff. And I also feel like people need to share what's important to them. It of course was important to me and that's why I shared it. But I also feel like people are going to not be happy no matter what you do. You could, you know, you could change your, your entire, not even about the stuff that's going on. You could, I could post everything health related because that's what people want to see. And then I post that they're like, well, that's not enough. I want to see everything. So I just learned that no matter what I do, you know, especially in social media or anything in life, it's never going to be enough for everyone. Even if you're in your personal life, it's never going to be enough for what you do for some people. It's just, never yeah. Gonna and be it's any. definitely like, it's with anything and it could be your job. And there's just some people, you're not gonna, the bottom line is you're not going to be able to please everybody. And you're just going to have to know and be comfortable with that people are going to say things that may not be the most positive and you can either take them as feedback or constructive feedback or you can just like let it roll off of you, which is what I try to do. I've been trying to be better about it. And I do. When those messages come in, I just have to like, sometimes I want to answer, but I just have to be like, no, I'm not going to answer because it's not gonna, nothing's going to change. People have their opinion and you're not going to be the person that's going to change it. There have been a few times where yeah. you have, you know, you've, you've opened the message and you've responded to them and most 90% of the time, I mean, there's people that are like still, they're still going to have an attitude about it and that's what I've learned. No matter what I say back, if I explain the situation, if I say, point out the things I did, they're still going to be mad about it. But there have been times that you've explained your situation and what your thought process was behind why you did whatever X action, a lot of them understand. And I will, I will like applaud those that if they do understand, not just because they're saying it to say it, they're like, Oh wow, I really see your side of it. And I totally understand. And I get what you did or I, Oh, I didn't see that. And now I see it, blah, blah, blah. Like I see that you did that. So I think I do appreciate that. And those are the times that I'm like, okay, I'm glad I responded, but there's definitely a time and a place. And I feel like sometimes I can just tell that no matter what I say, it's, I'm not going to get a response that I want, like not the response I want back, but it's never going to be, you know, settled in my mind. Yeah, so I, I think those are valid points. I feel like I'm definitely the one who's more willing to answer, not willing, but will answer. And then I'm just like, I've learned that it's sometimes just better to just, you know, I can already tell what kind of people, I mean, you can't really tell, but sometimes I just know when it's not worth my time, not worth it. But you should just know that that's, you know, those are, that's not your issues. I mean, not everyone's going to like you and you just need to be happy with yourself. Another thing that I feel like we all kind of experience at some point some people longer than others or just it's just harder is financial troubles i feel like we experienced this when we left our corporate job and we had a steady paycheck that was every two weeks like any kind of job and then we transitioned into a to that place where we were kind of figuring stuff out and we just were living off the money that we'd saved and it was definitely difficult at times even just like paying for bills and stuff like that because eventually the money runs out and you're just working your butt off trying to figure stuff out uh, I mean, the good thing is that it does, you always figure it out. It always comes together. But you also have to remember that, I mean, it's hard to kind of switch this in your mind. But money, obviously, is important. You need money to do things and just to socialize and, you know, just to support yourself. But I feel like there's definitely times where money becomes like this thing where you just are using it as like a status symbol or just to buy things to make to boost your ego or to boost how you feel about yourself inside. And, there's a lot of studies that have shown that money isn't really what your life's about. You really, what we're really seeking, and I've read a lot of books on this, is like humans really seek interaction, love, and just like want to be happy. But 
I mean, what I realized and, and we've talked about this all the time is that I could keep doing, I could be keep working more, I could be working harder and make more money, but at the end of the day, is that what's really making me happy? And the answer is, I mean, to some extent, it's nice making, you know, you want to be comfortable in life, you want to be able to go and experience things and travel and be with your family and do fun things, but I've also, you really have to think about, I mean, I always tell myself, it's am I, is this going to make me happier? And usually my answer is no when it comes to like making more money or working harder and you know, you want the satisfaction of achieving something and having a goal, but then the money, as long as you're comfortable, I feel like, I mean, as long as you can support yourself, that's all you really need. And I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not, obviously it's not all you need. You probably want, you should want more, but really happiness is coming for me. It comes from being with my family and having quality time with friends. And that's really what makes you me happy inside. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. Again, it's one of those things that you really have to shift your mindset and say, maybe this is something that's like a gift is teaching me something. And I feel like when you think of it that way, you might think when you don't have a lot of money, you do have to become more resourceful. You have to save more. You have to think about doing things a little bit more creatively. I feel like we definitely learned that. And we, I feel like we still use those principles now. I wouldn't say I'm like, I think using the word cheap is so bad, but I feel like we talked about this in another episode when we were talking about finances and we were talking about how I would definitely like look for ways to save money on certain things. And obviously I'll, I'll indulge and I'll splurge on things that I want. But I think also just using those tools that when you did have to be more resourceful are important. And you really learn so much about yourself and what really matters in life, which is being happy, but looking for stuff that makes you happy that's not money and material items. Because eventually those things can go away. They can disappear so quickly. And then what do you have left? Nothing. So it helps you decide on what matters, what's important, and you really will start embracing what really matters in life and the simple things. So I feel like when I'm away from technology, I really like am aware and I'm focused and I'm present and I realize like how much I am grateful for. And I like to journal too just because I feel like it's a reminder of what you should really be grateful for and not just like, oh, I didn't get this something for my job or I didn't, not all these things that have to do with money because I feel like I end up focusing on that a lot not like how much money I have, but just with work, a lot of stuff with work. And another thing is just being unhealthy. I feel like whether that's mentally or physically, I feel like everybody kind of goes through different waves. And for me, I'm very healthy. Like I, you know, Sam and I both eat really healthy. We work out all the time. I think emotionally and mentally is where I struggle a lot because just all this pressure that I put on myself and both of us, but there's so many challenges that can go with that. I mean, again, back to the goal thing, I feel like we set all these goals and some of them are unattainable. Sometimes you, I, you know, I people message me saying, I want to lose 20 pounds. And like, I think that's a great goal, but don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just start small and just know that you, there's a journey. It's not, people always say it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And you really just have to, again, set goals that are measurable and ones that you can really attain. And you really have to just, at the end of the day, when you don't achieve the goal of not being, if you feel really unhealthy, you really, and it's something that I'm trying to be aware of, like with the emotional stuff, as you really just need to take ownership of it. You need to know this is about you. This is, you're probably doing this to yourself. No, you can't blame anybody for it. And I think that's where, the, where a lot of people go wrong. I usually probably blame work on a lot of stuff with my anxiety or my health. Like I'm like, oh, but I have to do this for work. And I start blaming other things, even if it's like an inanimate object or something that's not really a person. But it's not really like I need to I need to own it and I need to know that it's me. And whether it's you're not eating healthy or you're not working out enough, 
I mean, of course you could blame, I don't have time or I don't have, I work too much, but it's really, you could really make, I'm sure someone can find a little bit of time in the day to set those goals or to make small changes, like to go on a walk, to, to do an extra 10 minutes of working out that you, in the morning that you don't normally do. And you just have to make small changes. Reach out for help if you need it. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And I love helping all of you guys when you guys message me. Not that we're any kind of experts, experts, but I feel like it's a way for me to give back and just to share what's worked for me. And I, I think it's great that you guys ask for help because and advice. I think it's a great tool. You shouldn't be afraid. And don't be afraid to, to fail and just to try again. So I feel like that's something that's really important. Another thing that people, everyone goes through are relationships, breakups, whether it's a breakup with a friend or like a partner. I feel like it's something that we all experience and we all have different ways of handling. But just know that, I mean, that's what I tell myself all the time. There's like a reason that's happening. There's a journey that you have to go through. And if it was easy, then you wouldn't appreciate it. I feel like Sam can talk about this more because she has gone through, we've talked about relationships in other episodes, but I feel like it's, you know, I, I think everything you. happens for a reason, and we've had talked about our relationships in other episodes, but I see it through Alexis because, like, you know, when she's single, she's like, oh, I just want to find someone, and I get, like, I was, I've talked about, I don't want to go through my whole story because if you guys have been listeners on our other episodes, you're like, I already heard this story, but for those of you guys that are new around here, I was single for a while, a few years, and I was like then I was on the apps for like over a year and like I would go out with people and I would like some of them some of them I wouldn't like <laughs> and I was just really hoping someone would work out and then it didn't and I think the disappointment was was you know wasn't great and just the ups and the downs it was not a really fun year for me and then I was just like content with me I was like all right I guess I'm just gonna be single I really wanted to meet someone then I met Taylor like th three and a half years ago and I think even then, like when we first met, I was like so into him, but I think I was kind of nervous. Oh, what, what's going to happen to this one? Like, he's so great. What's going to happen? And he always gives me a hard time about that, that I was like thinking negatively about it. <laughs> he's like, why would you think that? What was I doing? I was like, you weren't doing anything. It's just that I had good times with some other people. And I realized looking back on it, I wanted those to work so badly. And there was a reason it didn't work out so that I could meet him. Because if it worked out, then who knows? He could have been seeing, he could have been dating someone when I was like I'd broken up with those people who knows and so I think you just have to tell yourself there's the right time for everything there's a say? song no I was just thinking there's a song I was listening to I mean it's an older song but it's from Roscoe Flats I don't listen to country a lot, oh I like that song that it's God Bless the Broken Road and it the words are just so go listen to it they like give me goosebumps because they're so um I mean I know a lot of people use it for weddings but I really understand why if you listen to the words it really just basically says like that everyone is leading you to that person, the one for you. And so, to summarize, but I just thought it was a perfect, perfect yeah. song for you. And I think, <laughs> yeah, maybe I should use it. Yeah. But I truly think that, and I know when you're in the thick of it and you're like, this sucks. Like, I see my friends going through it. And you're just like, why isn't this person working out? Why can't I just find someone that's meant to be for me? Why can't I just go on a good date? Or why can't I go on a good five dates? And, like, this person texts me back. I get all that. So, and I, you know, I wish everyone had the answer or you had I kept telling myself I wish I just knew if I had just stuck it out for two years I would have found him I would have been I could have slept better at night and I would have been had less anxiety but the truth is like unfortunately life doesn't work that way you don't know when you're gonna have your kid you don't know when you're gonna get this job promotion you don't know anything so I think you just have to just trust that 
things will work out. If I'm, I can promise you guys, if you look back on not necessarily relationships, but you look at things that have happened in your life, if you point out something positive that really happened in your life, I'm sure there was a road to get there. And if you think back on like that something happened and you didn't expect it to happen for that particular case, you will realize that that's just the way life works. So yeah, and it's definitely just like, it's a journey. Like I think for me, it's been just a process of me figuring out what I don't want. And obviously, I, I know what I want, but it's also been a, a process of figuring what I don't want in some in a relationship and in a marriage. And they break up suck, obviously, but I think you learn so much about yourself. You have to go through those hard times to just learn about yourself and learn about just how life can be. And um, I think you just have to find yourself, find things that make you happy. And the person will, well, I still haven't told the person will come, <laughs> but I'm still waiting for that. But you just have to figure out, you need to figure out who you want to be, how you want to move on. Because you're not going to, you can be upset, but you're not going to dwell in it forever. And I have a lot of you guys message me. We talk about in personal messages about relationships and breakups. And I share a lot of it with you guys too in the personal messages. So feel free to message me whenever you want. But this is Alexis speaking. I'm sure Sam would be open to it I mean, too. you can message me too. I'm not in the dating scene anymore, yeah. but I'm happy but, to help. I mean, I was at one I, time. When you guys message me, I totally relate. You guys send me messages and tell me all about your dating stuff and I totally get it when you when you are sharing that because I relate to it 100% and I think you just have to know that it's the person's coming but you have to be your best self too and you just have to put yourself out there I mean I try I'm on the dating apps I try to go out well when we can I go off my friends and stuff starting to open so we're trying to do that and just to, to just to put yourself out there and know that you're doing your best you're not just sitting there dwelling on that you don't you're not with somebody and just embrace the time that you have so i think it's just again it's pers- the bottom line is perspective too one is stress so we've talked about this before but we definitely have suffered from stress and anxiety and i know we're definitely not alone so definitely like it can lead to so many issues and carry on into different parts of your day I feel like it affects my sleep. It makes your brain foggy. It makes you really tired. It just makes you have a hard time going through everyday things. But there's so many ways you can handle it, tackle it. And I I mean, I'll share some of mine in favor. But some of the ones that I researched and found were like decluttering your home and your office space. Just I feel like you just feel so much better when stuff's in order and organized. Say no to more things. Obviously, I'm not saying say no to like social and stuff, but if you just feel super overwhelmed, whether it's work or time with friends, time with family, and you just need some me time, it's okay to say no. I feel like I'm trying to be better about that. And I definitely have a lot of time alone because I'm single, but still, you don't want to put too much on your plate. Say yes to things that you that make you feel happy and are going to make you feel less stressed, that make you take yourself away from the situation that are making you stressed out. Have people in your life that really, I mean, they always say you're surrounded, the people that you're surrounded by really affect you. I don't know what the right quote was for that, but, you know, it's, I think it says like something, you become the people you're with the most or something. Yeah, something like yeah. that. And so I think that's so true. If you're, I can be kind of negative. So I feel like if I'm around people that are really positive and just have really good attitudes most of the time, it really brings that out in me more. And it's okay to be able to vent and stuff, but you don't want to be sit there the whole time being negative and talking badly about other people. So I feel like that's something that I really realized. I like I love to go on a walk and listen to podcasts. And that really changes my mood or like some um, drama TV, some reality shows. Watch someone else's drama. Yeah. Read a book. Invest in more like experiences and things that make you happier. Like I love to go try like to travel or just go out to eat, do stuff with friends. I already said that, but like do stuff out and get out of your house and 
another thing that we had mentioned in another episode was a supplement that we've been taking and it helps with stress management. It's called Reset. And I love it because they take a holistic approach to stress. They combine supplements with a 14-day reset. And so basically they send you little science-based tips and tricks in your email. And I love like just learning more stuff. So that's been really nice. I take it morning and night and they smell really good. They're vegan, GMO-free, and melatonin-free. And they have aroma coatings with like essential oils. So they're actually really pretty looking too. If you guys look them up, you'll see what I'm talking about. And they're great for immunity because stress actually weakens your immune system. You guys probably know that, but if you don't, it's a fun little fact. And Reset helps you manage it, manage your stress. So it helps strengthen your immunity. And that's really important, especially this time of year. So if you guys want to try it, you can use code DOSE at checkout on their website, r3set.com. Or you can also find them at CVS or Target. So thank you for, to them for sponsoring this episode. And we're going to go in a totally different direction, but one that I we had another request for. And that was about Botox and fillers. So we've talked about other things. We've gotten beauty treatments like our eyebrows and different things, but... Botox and filler, we may have mentioned in like slightly in a little episode, but we have not done Botox in a couple years, actually. I'm thinking that that needs to happen soon, but I noticed. I looked, at, we're 20, yeah. I looked in the mirror and I'm like, I was like, I'm, I mean, I am really young and like, this is just me being hypersensitive to myself, but I'm very, I'm very observant no, All person. of a sudden I started noticing these lines. I know, no, I know some lines, but I'm very observant and like, I just, you know, you're your own worst critic. I was looking at older pictures and I'm like, from like three, four years ago, I was like, why do I, like my face looks different. Like obviously you age and stuff. Like obviously, like I changed my hair. It got lighter. It got shorter. But I was like, something with my eye, my face looks different. I realized I put two pictures side by side. My eyebrows have gone down. And I know that sounds like you guys mean like, what are you talking about? But it really, I showed my mom and she was like, oh, wow. You know, it's not anything drastic. She's not really into She's like, definitely uh, not like, she doesn't get a lot of Botox and fillers. And I don't either. But I noticed, I was like, okay, I can see why people get their eyebrows. Like, okay, they get some lifted. Botox, you know. Yeah. Of course, I think people go, in my opinion, go, I don't want to be that person's like my eyebrows don't move at all but I have done Botox probably like a year or two ago we did it in our um where like your 11 is and then um well maybe a little in our forehead the 11 and like some parts on our forehead but we didn't get a lot at all and I just I just kind of stopped doing it because I was like I don't know if I need it I think right we now. did it like once or twice yeah and then filler which we'll talk about the differences in a second I this is Alexis and I have gotten filler in my lips. I did it. It's been almost a year, so it's probably. I mean, they say. When did you do it? I did it October. Okay, so it hasn't. It's not really. Well, you know what the heck? We're not even in August yet. <laughs> yeah, so I got filler, and I love the look of it. I was kind of worried. My mom, and my sister were like, "Why are you doing that? It's gonna look ridiculous. You're gonna give pillow lips." But I, they, I went to Enlighten in Dallas, and they did. She did such a great job with. Uh, Dane is the one who injected my lips and I did it like I said in October and it I will say it hurts so badly like just be aware I don't maybe they put they, numbing on it right yeah they put numbing but I think maybe mine was on too long I mean that's what I'm trying to tell myself because so you so I'll go into the details in a second but they told me that it lasts like a year we'll see 
Uh, I still think it looks pretty. I don't know. You can be the judge of that. But I think it looks good. They look like my. I always had a little bit of. We both have full bottom lips, but the top lip. I got my mom's lips, and my mine's always been a little bit more full. Than I got hers. my dad's lips, and the top lip is definitely. He definitely has thinner lips, and you don't have like nothing. No, though. but I mean, I had once. I was like uneven to me, like sloped. I mean, this is me being hypersensitive, and she told me to like they try to even it out a little. But I mean, it's not like this huge difference. You act like you have these. Horrible no, but lips. the thing was that was funny is like only something people notice like no one I didn't post any I mean I was I did post it eventually but I didn't post it for like a couple weeks before after I did it and nobody really noticed except for people that probably have done their lips because they noticed I had a little bit of bruising on my lips <laughs> but I think it's like the standard eye but it like, didn't no look one, like this horrible no, bruise it no like no it was just like I, I yeah and then like I just I don't know I don't think it was that big of a difference enough to like it was what I wanted. But she didn't go crazy. They were very yeah, conservative. Very with conservative, it. which I liked because I didn't want to walk out. Of course, when you finish, they're kind of swollen and they look bigger than they're gonna look. And I was like, I I first I was like, oh my god. But then they went down. and I was like, oh, I wish they were bigger. I feel like that kind of happens with yeah. your boobs. So. Yeah, it does. But I don't really want mine bigger. If they're good. So the way they are. <laughs> let's talk about the differences. So Botox is I'm probably gonna botch this, but it's called it's from the name Bot botulinum neurotoxin so that one is probably they use it the most commonly and like your facial expressions like your frown lines your crow's feet and the 11s between your eyebrows so if you like make an angry face so they make you do they inject it like in between your eyebrow and that's like the most common rule common place they do it but the rule of thumb is that they usually put botox where there's lines of expression and the other lines at rest are the ones you put filler in so we had filler one time in our smile lines but i didn't keep doing it because yeah it, it kind of bothered me like the makeup would set in but i just learned to be like it's fine it's fine to look to have natural lines obviously and i'm like it what happened with ours is we put the filler in there and what i've learned is if you make that expression a lot you have like a smile line for example and that's because you have an indentation from just repeated which is so bad just kidding smiling a lot um the filler like it wore off like it was tight like it was filled it in for a while and then it and then it appeared again and now I, it doesn't really bother me anymore yeah, I'm like whatever I'm just like whatever it is what it is but there's other uses for botox that you guys probably have heard of they can inject it into your armpits to if you shave i mean shave if you sweat excessively they can use that to kind of you know, you've seen those people. I've seen them on TV that they sweat Yeah, like through. they have a problem, yeah, a medical like, problem. Like deodorant doesn't do the trick. <laughs> yeah. And then they can also do it into your jaw. If your teeth grind, like from TMJ, luckily I don't have any of those problems. But I know that's like something they can use. So it takes two to ten days for you to see like the reaction or the result from it, which is kind of weird because like you'll get it injected and it looks the same when you leave. You're like, what? And then like filler you can see right away. But that's what I know. Yeah. Right? Botox. I know, and they're saying there could be some side effects, but personally, I never had any, and they're saying they're not very common. But you want to make sure you go to someone that's licensed and good. This is not something you want to save money on because, again, it's your face, and you really want to look at reviews and have word of mouth, people that have gone there before. Um, that's definitely what I would recommend. You don't want to go. It's like any kind of surgery or any kind of procedure. Fillers are something that are temporary, obviously, and they used to fill lines that... So, like I said, if for, like, smile lines, people use it for lips, different kind of things like that. And they are, they come in different thicknesses, so, are different, also different types of injections, like, the, how much you can put in, just like Botox. But Botox is a certain amount of units, and fillers, like, I think it's different syringes is how they categorize it, I think. So, for me, for my lips, I think, I don't know if it was half or one syringe, but one sounds like a lot, but I don't know. That, they use the whole syringe, like, around your lip. That's the only thing I can really speak on, because I've done that. But 
they they're showing like I'm looking at a picture on your on your face. Basically, they're saying forehead lines you use Botox, furrow lines like the eleven use Botox, sleep wrinkles. I'm not really sure what those are, but they said they use filler. Yeah, I think it's like around your cheekbones. Oh, okay. Crow's feet, you would use like Botox. Laugh lines, you use filler, which is what we did, but I don't think that I wouldn't recommend it. And then lip lines, they use filler. I didn't use it for lip lines. I used it to make my lips fuller, but that's basically where they use it. And again, with the fillers too, they're saying the side effects are not, there's not really like, they're not very common, but basically for me at this age, since we're 29, that's the only things I've done. And price-wise, fillers are definitely more expensive. <laughs> Um, Botox, I mean, Botox depends how many units you're using. So the only, t I mean, as you get older, obviously, they... We still have to use a good amount. It depends on how strong you're, like, I think you're, like, how strong your muscles are. So, like, they did, for us, they did a very conservative amount because I was, again, worried. I didn't want to look like I, like, when I got a bunch of Botox. I was just kind of testing it out. And then I, again, we didn't do it for, like, a couple years. I think I might go, go in soon and just do the little lines, um, that are, like, kind of faintly showing up now. But they honestly weren't there a couple years ago. I feel like they're, like, popping out now. But nothing crazy. But I remember we needed more than what, like, nothing. I did a very conservative amount, and it didn't really do the much. the Botox? Yeah. So I know when I, if I ever do it again, they're going to have to do more than that. About the lips. I, like I said, I did mine in October. I wanted to do, I just wanted my top lip to kind of match the bottom one with fullness. But she did inject, and I'm injecting it kind of all around my lips, and a little bit in the bottom, and then a, little, a lot more on the top. And... I would say, I mean, the pain was definitely pretty high, but they do numb you, and some of my friends have told me that theirs didn't hurt as badly, so maybe maybe my numbing just kind of wore off by the time I did it, but I was really happy with the result. I would recommend going, like I said, somewhere that's licensed, somewhere that's good, that you know people have been to. I think Sam was saying I was talking weird at first, but... I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know if I was just being like hypersensitive to it. I felt like she was talking differently, but I don't think that happens anymore. Or maybe I was just like being weird about it. I I love the look of it. I mean, obviously not too much. They do. I think it makes your lip looks lips look plumper and like more moisturized. Obviously not right now because they're kind of dry. But, <laughs> mm. uh, we're back in our hair 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 masks again. <laughs> we look. We're yeah. looking really cute. Yeah, and so. Basically, I don't know how long the whole thing took, but they injected all over, and then they, they took before and after photos. I have a whole story highlight on lips, but it's probably like you probably have to scroll a little bit on my Instagram to find it, um, but I talked about it in more detail, and after, I think like, I think the first day, it's it, they look swollen, and it wears off, and like you might have more bruising, depends on the person, but it's nothing crazy. They just like, if you put like lipstick on, you can't see it. Um, and after that, it's like you don't have to worry about it. For, I'm not worried. You don't have to do it for like a year. Some people, they say it depends on your metabolism. So I feel like mine's pretty quick. But so far, what are we in? We're in June. I, you know, I think it's still, I don't know how many months I it is. I think it's still pretty good. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's gone. I don't know if it's worn off a little. I, nothing I can really tell. But I would recommend it. I know some of you guys have asked me about it. I I loved it, and I'll definitely do it again. And I have a lot of friends that do it. I've seen some ones that are, like, a little too much. But I think it's one of those things that Sam was saying, like, you always want more and more and more. And, like, you don't realize it. Because I've seen some people that have just overdone it. But I think there's a way to stay conservative and then, you know, just figure out what works for you. As far as pricing goes, a lot of you guys ask me. It depends on the place. But on average, what I found was that fillers can range from 500 to 2000 per syringe, which is a lot of money. I think mine was somewhere in the middle, and you just it depends how many syringes they're using. If you have really tiny lips, they're gonna have to use more. 
It depends what look you're trying to achieve. And then with Botox, that one, it depends on how many units you're getting, but they're saying on average for per, per, for a person, it'd be $300 per treatment. So the, with, with Botox though, you have to redo it you have to go back a lot sooner than a year. I think it's yeah. I think it's like a three to something three to five months maybe. So that's definitely something to think about too. But there's places that filler can't be used. Like for your Botox or for your lines, you can't use filler in those spots anyway. So I think again, just my the bottom line is go with someone good. Do your research. Don't just do it because everyone else is doing it. And yeah, like really determine if you actually need it. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people are like, oh, start young, whatever. And I think that's why we tried it once. But I would kind of realize I'm like, I don't really need this right now. Like, I don't, I'm not just to keep, it's another maintenance thing. And I'm like, I don't really need it right now. I'll wait till like, I really feel like I need it. Yeah. So we're going to finish off with our favorites for this week. And these are going to be things, well, our birthday is a couple weeks ago, but they're going to be things that we got for our birthday. Um, well, we got a few things for ourselves, but we're going to, some were smaller. One was a big purchase and I'll let you share yours. Okay. So mine is the Dyson supersonic hair dryer and I've actually had one, but Taylor bought me one to have for myself. So I love it. It's amazing. And I really highly recommend it. I heard so many great things and like, I've tried it before too, but it's great for, it really cuts down my drying time. First of all, it's lightweight. Also, it cuts down the drying time a lot and I feel like it leaves my hair a lot smoother than like other dryers so you always know I've tried the Revlon one I do really like that one but if you're looking for a regular hair dryer with not the brush attached it helps so much because it just smooths out your hair a lot I feel like you know sometimes the second day your hair looks better I feel like you kind of kind of looks at that like when you're actually drying it for the first time so it's definitely more expensive than a normal dryer that you could get you know, at Target or something, but it's definitely worth the investment. I also like the nozzles that come with it, that they're like really thin. So I feel like the, I mean the diffusers. So I definitely recommend it. And it comes in a few colors. I have the purple and like darker gray color, but they also, I let know a lot of people have the pink one or the different colors. So like I said, we got, we purchased a bigger gift that we're sharing, which is the Peloton bike. Absolutely love it so far. That's what we got for each other. Yeah, we share the bike. But Another gift that our mom actually got us was this foundation makeup brush. It's a kabuki brush, but it's like, like a hexagon. It's short. It's not like a long handle. It's like a shorter handle. And it has, you can use it for liquid or powder. And it comes in this little case. Our mom was like literally obsessed with it. So she got one for us and she was like, it's not that big of a gift, but I am, I love it. She's obsessed with it too. And I looked, I haven't used it that much, but she's raved about it. And I haven't been wearing makeup that much. So that's why I haven't used it. But um, I want to share it because it has, it's only, I think it's pretty affordable. Obviously it's on Amazon. Yeah, it's $10 and it's on Prime. And she, she kept, right, she kept raving about it. Yeah, she was so obsessed with it. And the reviews are amazing. There's three 300 reviews and... I just recommend, I mean, people were saying they use it for blending foundation. Actually, our spray tan girl, she was saying that you can use a kabuki brush or any kind of makeup brush to kind of put on your faux tan or like the um, the foam. So I might try that with that, but it has amazing reviews. And I think actually our mom got one that was like, she got the wrong one or something happened. And they were really good about resending a new one. So. It comes in this little cute case to yeah, keep it into. Yeah. So those are our favorites. We'll be back soon with another episode. Please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and send in any feedback or any topic ideas. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll talk to you guys soon.